And Corey and I have not stopped talking <laughs> in hours, but we uh, just wrapped up the National Food Conference 2023 keynote speakers. You'll never guess who it is. Me and Heather. <laughs> and I still have that pentameter where you sound like you're reading a script. Heather <laughs> said I sounded very reedy, but I said I'm just being super Look happy. at how you're talking right now. I'm being super happy. That's that how you it. <laughs> Okay, welcome to the Baking It Down podcast. Welcome to the Baking It Down podcast. Let me do it. Okay. Welcome to the Baking It Down podcast. That we meet here like every you're... Tuesday. What, like an infomercial? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. No, that sounds and for the low, low price of the Wednesday, Wednesday newsletter, <laughs> you too can have the marketing <laughs> It sounds articulate, inviting, warm. And today you're going to get a marketing nugget. <laughs> I want you to go home tonight. I'm going to say it. talk time. like that to Nate. Hey, oh, Nate, how was your day? Was everything good? That would be so nice if someone talked to me like that. That'd <laughs> be so nice. Like, what's for dinner? <laughs> okay, Corey, what is this podcast other than a place for us to make fun of each other? This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast actually was born from a group on Facebook called Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. If you haven't joined, join because you're not going to want to miss it. Just put podcast as far as how you heard us and I'll let you jump over the now 7,000 people that are pending. No way. Yeah. I, I don't know. It got, it got crazy. Someone I, recommended See what it happens when you market too well. <laughs> so what we try to do is bring some marketing know-how to you each Tuesday. Something no. simple. One marketing subject. Know-how? Yeah. You know, I said nugget too many times, so I changed it to know-how. Some marketing know-how. <laughs> what would else be a good word? Nugget. <laughs> nugget. Chicken strips. <laughs> We're bringing you chicken strips. But you can implement it this week and then hopefully benefit from it next week. <laughs> My voice hurts. But yeah, in fact, the National Food Conference should be coming up just mid-April. Corey and I are the keynote speakers. Why John and Lisa ever let us do this, I have no idea. Bless their poor souls. But after you listen to us for 30 minutes, you can actually join the live Q&A section where you get to ask. It's like you can hear our voices again. Minutes, but I want you to lob me the easy questions. They're like, honey, we're not even texting into your <laughs> podcast. I'll <laughs> have to make some fake questions. You will. Oh, you in the back. <laughs> we'll, know that, we'll know that they're fake when Corey says, hello, you in the back. Would you like to ask a question? <laughs> <laughs> that is rude. Okay. Our marketing chicken strip for this week. Corey wanted to talk Let about farmers. Markets yeah. as the seasons change. The seasons, which we've got a beautiful day outside. It today. is a gorgeous day, but I know half of America and some of the other parts of the world are just buried in snow. <laughs> yeah, it's so wild. Anyways, it's a balmy seventy-five and beautiful here. It is. Oh, and me and Heather, we went for a nice old drive to the Olive Garden. It was scenic, and then we ended with buttery breadsticks <laughs> and tortellini. <laughs> it was good. But what I want to talk about, since the weather is kind of turning into spring, is farmers market. The a Australians lot of- are like, "Come again." Say what again? The Australians are like, "Come again." <laughs> yeah, there it's, it's fall. We're done with the farmers market. Um, farmers markets are. You know, they're around, and I will say they probably had a boon in the recent years where a lot of well, people COVID like kind of shut it. them down a bit. They, and no, then we they had totally that big did. resurgence yeah. of like, I think, you know, farmers markets are back in style, kind of with that homegrown sport local vibe. Listen, where do you find me on Sunday? You love, <laughs> you live. I want to go to a farmers market. I like you do walking it. Farmers market. It's <laughs> firm in the market. Just farm- and I'll look at like, a tomato, like I know what I'm doing. The girl just put it into your bag. I watched a guy on TikTok, and he was like, "Here's how to pick honeydews." Honeydews? Yeah. Will you tap on them? No. He said, "Find the stem, flip it over, find the butt. The smaller the butt, 
hole. The better it is. Yeah. I'm going to tell Renee okay. that. <laughs> you hit the jackpot. <laughs> what? Smaller the butt, the better it is. A small butt? No, I have one. <laughs> a flat one. <laughs> All right. So let's get into the farmer's markets. This first step you're going to do if farmer's market is floating around your mind is you need to choose the right market. We have a ton of us. We do. Like, there's so many around us. Have you, how many markets do you think you went to? I know you were on like a binge. I was on a binge. You went to the Lake Ridge market. I went to I the thought, Lake Ridge market. That was your favorite. That was not my favorite. I went to Lorne. It's the Dale City market Dale that's my favorite. City. I went to Lorne. It was pretty small. Is that the Burke one? Ah, uh, no, oh, no. The Burke that, one was so crowded. Yeah, that was crowded. Yeah. Then there's one in Manassas City. So when you're going to them, what are you as a consumer looking for? I'm looking for great parking and ease of access. The Burke one had quite the hike to get to the farmer's market. Yeah, I, I don't want a parallel parking area. I don't want it to be Fair. difficult. And yeah. most of the time they're in those big old parking lots. Kind you know, of commuter lots them. is where I'm saying That's it. exactly where it is. Right. Um, but what I'm looking for is I want to see other people having the same idea as me and we're all going to the same farmer's market. <laughs> is there such a thing? I know we live in a high populated area. Is there such a thing as too crowded? There is, but almost I like it when it's too crowded because I don't feel like awkward when I'm right. walking in. I don't want to like look at a mater and have somebody looking at me looking at a <laughs> yeah, mater. I, don't I feel like I need to buy the mater. <laughs> but I just want to go over some questions that can help you decide if it is a good farmer's market or maybe not the best farmer's market for you. As a vendor? As a vendor. Okay. Yeah. So the first one is who organizes the market and makes the rules. A lot of markets yes. have different rules, and sometimes they're a mile long. Um, so if you can ask whoever's putting it on, like, hey, can you give me a copy of the rules so I can see it? That's going to help you see if this is the right market for you or if you need to find another one. I think a lot of them include insurance requirements. I think a lot of them do, yeah, but so maybe gonna... in some smaller towns they don't. Uh, yeah, I think if it's going to include commercial insurance, you'll have to be a business with an EIN number. So keep that in mind, but always safe to ask. Who's buying at the bit to read this latest? <laughs> the next one. Uh, the one you're going to ask is how much does it cost to be a vendor at the I market? I find that one curious. There's some that are cheaper. I know. I think it was like cheap, but then some are expensive. Some, some have you, a requirement yeah. of attendance. Yes. So okay, we want to spend a little bit of time there. Oh, no, no. Go Chance. ahead. I'm just making sure I'm getting the good ones. I don't okay. want to read every single one. <laughs> uh, what I have seen. So again, now this comes down to a math problem, but you got to factor in all of the math. The cost of renting out the booth, yeah. the cost of insurance, and the cost of time has to be less than the profit that you make. Again, we want to end up in a net positive. We don't want this to be a charity farmer's market. And if you are selling like anything, like I just, because I work with Royal Icing Cookies, mm. and having the sun beat down, that is going to create condensation mm -hmm. in the bag. So even on top of that, you're going to want to buy the tent thing. You're going to buy coolers. Some tents are required by some places. Yeah. And then uh, this is where that whole depreciation schedule comes in because the tent will be reused, the tables yeah. will be reused, but the product has to be kept cool, like coolers and stuff, yeah. fans I've seen. It's a lot. That's a lot. So so again, instead, you, we don't want to speculate. We always want to come in with math in our corner. Mm -hmm. So that may require reaching out to some other vendors who That's have had idea. experience with that market in the past to say, hey, that's a good idea. All right, Here's another question. Do you have to commit to the market for the whole season or can you come and go? Definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Ask and confirm what that is. Last thing you want to do is burn a bridge. Right? Yeah. 
Uh, especially in a small town. <laughs> That's true. When there's only one market. At yeah. least in this area, we have like 50 markets. But if you have kind of a small town and you're not positive that you can commit, you don't want to leave the farmer's market host uh-huh. on the hook to try to – I don't think they'll invite you back. One time we did – it wasn't a farmer's market, but it was a trade show. And there was a penalty if you left the trade show early. The, have you ever seen a trade show about two hours before yeah. it ends? It's what? I'm the first one out the door. <laughs> try, you can get – I'll get in trouble if you can catch me. <laughs> But yeah, there's fines and things like that. And that's not a bridge you want to burn because it might be this resource for you next year, maybe when you have more time in your hands. Mm -hmm. Um, Next, is insurance required? You're going to need to talk to the event host. I'm going to say in our area, high population, lots of liability. It's typically (laughs) required and that may require that EIN. Uh, you're going to have to talk to your insurance agent. But I think a lot of the times the farmer's market will actually recommend an insurance yeah. vendor to you. Yeah. And I don't think it's so insanely no, expensive. No, I don't think so. But it does, you know, I'm I'm team insurance. I'm team overly insured. You are. Uh, never found something I didn't want to put insurance on. <laughs> except for my body. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Another really good one is who else is selling there? You need to ask who's running it. Well, let me ask you okay, this. Okay, sure. Let's say we have two cookie vendors. Get, set, uh, my, be my friend. I I'm going to say, if you guys aren't directly next to each other, you actually may be able to play off of each other and sell more. I know it feels weird. Like, if there's a cookie vendor here, I definitely will be losing market share. But there's some psychology... The same way that when you see all car dealerships parked very close, there's some psychology about being grouped together like that. Maybe with a couple boosts between you, you guys will actually have a tendency to sell more. And if you don't, just kick the edge of her table and watch it all come from the window. <laughs> Blow her tent away. But it's actually important besides just having other bakers at there. What is drawing people into this farmer's the market. The marketing of the farmer's market? That's next. Oh, This me. is like produce. People love to get their weekly produce oh, from oh. places. You know what I thought was pretty cool? What? Flower vendors. Oh, that's where I go. That's yeah. what I buy when yeah. I go there. I, like I that love one. a flower vendor. Gotta have the mater guys, the watermelon team. Let me tell you the one that's at my local place is a knife sharpening guy. Slick. Isn't that crazy? Genius. Yeah. I went to the Burke one and they had a pickle vendor. Oh, I bought from yeah. the pickle guy. <laughs> I was like, and I'm They're so sold. good. They're what so good. The vendors that I I don't know, sometimes there's like selling timeshares. <laughs> I know. I don't okay. like those as much. Bread bread people. Oh, bread people. Mine Honey has people. a coffee shop, like a mobile Jeez, coffee shop. Absolutely so. That has the line is so long. So imagine going there, having your favorite drink in your hand and just shopping. Love You're going to stay there till your drink's gone. That's a solid bet. Yeah, I guess it covers the majority of what I see there. I do see, like here we have a lot of hobbyist beaks. Yeah. Uh, the honey people do draw quite a lot they of attention. Do. They do. And then we have people that actually cook in front of you, like brisket. You can get all those. <sighs> That's a good one. Uh, I should go good. to the Dale City yeah, one. Yeah, you should. This it's one's hurting great. up here. That one is great. And then you, I just like them. I just think everyone's a vibe. It's a vibe. It is a total vibe. The next is does this market advertise for you? That, now this, come on, guys, we're a marketing podcast. <laughs> I will say them saying, "Yeah, we mentioned you on our website." Nope. It's not. Uh, that's. It's fine if that's what they do, but that that's not a ton of marketing. I, do I care? Question rhetorical or otherwise? Yeah. Do I care if they mention me or would I just rather them market the farmers market in general? I, I think just need marketing the, the farmers market, and then maybe if you sign up for you're there all all season long. Like can maybe I get you a can feature? get a shout out. This is a big thing, and I think you're gonna love this thought. Sure market for the farmer's market as a vendor. If I was a farmer's market planner mm-hmm. and I had a vendor selling people on the farmer's oh, yeah. market, tagging the farmer's market, drawing, I would scratch their back just as much as they're scratching mine. So 
this is a great and slick way to market. And I find that most business owners sleep on it. As a vendor, get your kit or have somebody stand, man the booth yeah. while you go around and take content, especially if it's a Facebook Live or an Instagram story yeah. at the farmer's market. Hopefully they have social media. I will say a lot of the farmer's markets don't. And it's us no. people that are making up for those people. Yeah. If they – yeah, I get what you're saying. I wonder – Thoughts on this. Okay. You're a vendor and you say, hey, Farmer's Market, let me help you with your social media. Let me help you do it. So you would be running it, but guess whose social media Yeah. Oh, look at that cool cookie But you'd also, you could get the other vendors involved. It would be kind of a team effort, but I think it would pay out in dividends. Plus you got the rain over that. I know. Hopefully they don't take it away. I don't know how that would work. Yeah, but at least least they have marketing. Yes, more than nothing. And then you can get the details. Because when I don't know where the address Mm. is or where the times, I get really like anxious to go there. To be able to see a Facebook page page with a Facebook yeah. event of each of those farmers markets listed out in the rain contingency would be very helpful as an end user. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, the Dale City is rain or shine. <laughs> Secret town. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next one is do the days work for you? So where I live, there's a farmer's market on Thursday. It's empty. And that's because mm. everyone's at work. It's at a random three o'clock. Weird. Yeah, I know. So I went there. Where I was is like, it? is this? That one's over by the Prince William sports complex oh yeah it's way back in there too really yeah it's hard to find is it run by the government because if you know it's it's the same one that's in the manassas they run two a di- they run two a week so thursday and saturday saturday one can't find parking it's so crowded oh. thursday one no one's there. interesting interesting mm-hmm. good to know now you need to make sure you ask about what is the signing of a contract do you have to sign a market contract <laughs> What does that market? It comes back intel? to the expectations. We, best laid plans of mice and men, right here. Mm-hmm. In my mind, every Saturday for the rest of my life is free, but it's not. So, in my mind, initially, it'll be like, absolutely, I can commit. But what happens when you have that one off Saturday where you don't yeah. think you sold as much? Are yeah. you going to have, have like a bad vibe and not want to go back? So, keep in mind to be respectful of the event host, you're going to have to commit. Yeah. Uh, and then you're going to have to hustle. So I would do this. Okay. I would go to the I would go to them first as a consumer and see what yeah. the vibe is like. See what the foot traffic the is. The one thing though, you have to sign up before the season. A lot of people actually have 20 uh, all year round farmers markets. Oh, I, I love that. Yeah, so I'm sure that those ones will have less requirements. I'm wondering and every farmers market is very yeah. very different. Um but calling other vendors that maybe yeah, not I in your that's competitor. a great idea. Yeah. Especially if you want to get on them now before the season mm-hmm. truly starts. That's going to be a smarter way. Let me ask you this. Sure. If you had a choice, you could only choose between one, okay. farmer's market or a pop-up on your porch. Gosh, I'm going to say farmer's market. I think farmer's market would do better marketing for I me. I think it would do better marketing. I think you would have a lot more effortless foot traffic. Yeah. But again, farmer's markets are different depending on how they're marketed. Some people... We should start a company called Farmer's Market Markets. Okay, <laughs> and market. take that because I'm <laughs> tonight. Um, the, the, some people are weird going to other people's houses, like mm-hmm. for those pop-ups. The farmer's market's like common ground. It's like welcome traffic versus that whole, am I going to get more? <laughs> I think I saw your husband mowing the lawn. Right. Yeah. You know, the neighbors come out to watch. <laughs> Honey, like, put a shirt on. <laughs> I was trying to wash a car outside and yeah. I felt weird. <laughs> Why? I, I, oh, one, I looked sweaty and I was burnt to a crisp. I got. <laughs> Did I got you a, not wear, whatchamacallit? You know, not SPF. on the back of my shoulders. Why? On my face up because I'm an idiot. You are. Thank you. You didn't remember that hat at Costco? I didn't get it yet. You I didn't, didn't get have it? It's Sam's and I need a membership. Oh, yeah. Can't you use hers and get me more of this? No, let's go together. Okay. Corey and I don't have a Sam's Club membership, but my aunt and my grandma do. And so we are we, liars. We, we I was Ruth Ann. Corey was Lindy. 
And we went to Sam's Club to get these. Should this be your twin twist? Yes. Should I say it now? No. Okay. Make them stay to the <laughs> end. I'm going to be honest. It's not worth staying to the end for. <laughs> you guys can check out. Um, the next one you need to think of is bringing the right equipment. This is tough, man. This is tough because we're talking about POS. What did you just call it? <laughs> Payment <laughs> processor. A pa- point, point of sale, of sale. system. So a lot of you guys like Square. I think Venmo now has this as well. These point of sale systems. Club, you could buy the little card reader Do thing. Do we need to get a sales yes! card? <laughs> so what we're talking about. And you may say no. Listen, the mm-hmm. more payment options you accept, the more money you will make. It, it is just the way it is. There's one place at the farmer's market that says we only take cash. And I don't They're even like, walk over Credit there. card processing fees? Never, <laughs> yeah, never. So you may think, well, I'm not going to take credit cards because I don't want to pay the processing fees. I don't want to have yeah. to pay the, you know, if point of sale takes, I think, around 30 cents a transaction. Uh-huh. I bet you will net more money with those fees than not taking them at all. I don't carry cash on me. I have like a, I have like a 20 hidden in my car for I a very a desperate. dollar in my desk. They still make five dollars. Yeah, <laughs> they don't turn those into quarters. I don't know. <laughs> Remember when dollar coins came out and it was collecting? Yeah, we were collecting. People were like, "Don't hoard them." Gam's got like fifty cents back on her. She Gam's carries cash. Yeah, and she like, but they accidentally gave her a dollar. <gasps> it's because it's too close to the quota. Yeah, and then and they, they kind of tore it. Yeah. So here are some. Thumb thing. <laughs> here are some thumb things <laughs> for you finger people out here. <laughs> here are some things uh, that you might not think of when it comes to bringing the right equipment. Uh, tables. That is a little bit tricky. Display, to store in a car. display things. Display things. Containers to display your products. When you transporting, s- I know stuff from yeah. a car to a booth. You know what I got targeted in this what? ad? I think I've mentioned it before. It's this giant, giant, giant shopping bag on wheels. I Never mean, it's comically it. large. <laughs> I want life. you to picture a shopping bag, but it's plastic. And it's this comes up to my waist. That sounds huge. And you just pull it along. And they're like, it looks comical. But if you can put all the things in it, it has, it's on wheels and a frame. I was thinking like those wagon things. Yeah, that would be ideal as well. <laughs> okay. You want it to look it's normal. <laughs> no, I like your bag. The bag. tent. The tent. Um, any table display, a cash box if people are paying cash. Um, coolers, man. And change to give them if they do pay cash. You don't want to be like, I don't have money to give you the cash back. I owe you. <laughs> <laughs> that is not good. Um, bags for customers. It's so, oh, if you think of that. give someone just like single cookies and they want to buy 12, you that, know, for class, they can't. They're, they're not going to. It's not conducive for them to. Um, I will say that Dottie from Sugar.Cookies oh, now sells ones. plastic bags and it's got a cute icing bag on it. It says, You're thank you. You give these people plastic? They can get paper. And they <laughs> That wasn't an option. But those are things that you want to think of. Table dressings are more inviting. No, So are. here's that. And this is where I struggle yes. with the commitment to these. If you want a real dazzly looking setup, you either got to have a ton of product on it. Or these fancy displays, which they're talking about adding costs, which means commitment to make that money back. Yeah. Again, farmers mm-hmm. markets seem like hey, I would I would join a farmers market before I opened a storefront. It would be my yeah, gateway for sure. to kind yeah, of especially figure if it's it out. Local. Everyone at a farmers market is local. Everyone at a farmers market is willing to spend. That is a unique proposition that you don't often get. When they're I there. go to a farmers market, I know I'm going to pay more 
And I'm ready to That's buy. what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. The surcharge for accessibility. Uh-huh. So a lot of a lot of folks be like, well, I'm not going to charge any higher here because that would be unfair. To, no, no, no. You can charge higher there because you actually had to pay to be there. Mm-hmm. Unlike selling from your house at custom, there is no cost. You're like, my mortgage. That doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. So you agree, yes, a surcharge for the farmer's market. And in my mind, every as time a I consumer – I am ready and prepared to. I feel like it's homemade, homegrown. Yeah, I'm not going to a farmer's market to find a deal. I've never walked I've, in with no. that intent. I've never experienced that, and I've never left with it. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't even really technically look at a lot of pricing. <laughs> <laughs> you look tappy good. <laughs> yeah, what that little that? tap to pay thing is dangerous because you don't have to really think about what's happening. Mm-hmm. I love the flowers. You can get these gorgeous know, those like um, sunflowers. Yeah, and, those crazy oh, wildflower so collections. Cute. They're so pretty. So here are some tips for creating an attractive display okay having a sign with your business on it you need signage it's but the tent sometimes they're custom printed tents where along the banner yeah. top they can kind of have a name there as well do you think that's on a windy day you're not going to see that flat. i know i think it should be a part of it okay. i also think a chalkboard sign those little a-frame I signs love the chalkboard sign when i'm walking because think of direction like make Absolutely. i don't want to make eye contact with a place until i know when what they're I feel selling that a farmer's market vendor is looking at me I get immediately sorry. <laughs> I just go sweating in there. So it's because talking wet. to people, it's hard, yeah. <laughs> and I am going to sweat. Um, you want to bring high quality and clean products. So whatever your displays what? are. going to bring dirty products? Just saying. <laughs> a dirty table. Like, get the coverings for it. Fair. Because, you know, I, when I think of farmer's market, I think of, like, kind of rotten tomatoes on those um, kind of wooden-based folding yeah. tables. And I get what it's there for. But if you wanted to, you know the, what I the find that a lot of – ones that have the red checkerboard under smart, their apples smart, smart. gets more people into theirs than people who just have it's a naked table. Bright. yeah. Yeah, it makes me feel like farm fresh. When – here's my thing. The stacking displays. So mm-hmm. let's pretend you see a vendor, a fruit vendor, and they have the row yeah. of those blue oh. Strawberries, yeah, raspberries, and it kind of builds up, and it looks really fresh. It looks really colorful. It looks really vibrant. That kind of does a lot of marketing, like an apple crate. Doesn't that feel like it just was picked? And they're all full. Yeah, love it. Yeah, that is the best. The next thing is you want to keep your containers full. I agree. I agree. Nothing makes me feel weird. Yeah, when a vendor looks like it's pretty empty, I don't feel like going in there because well, I, I don't want the me, leftovers. Yeah, it makes me feel. Do you know there's these people who will go to farmers markets after the farm, farmers market has ended and give off to them like OBO best offer? Like, hey, no I know way. you're not taking this home because it's not really? it's going to spoil, and then they'll come mostly for vegetables and stuff like that. Oh, but they'll come after because it's always the stuff people yeah. didn't want, and probably like if they don't have Slightly to take it back, bruised, it's even yeah. better. So and they'll say, "Give me this at a discounted price, and then I'll take it off your hands." I'm going to OBO next week. Okay. Um, think about the colors in your display. Use colorful tablecloths. I agree. Uh huh. The cleaner it looks, the more like a bakery you look, the more I'm going to know what you are from really far away. Yes. Um, I will say my tip is to create higher displays, Hmm. especially if you're doing cookies or breads. It's hard to see them laying flat. It is. And kind of having them propped up again on those, I don't want to say acrylic, I almost feel like you can make them in wood. I saw a lot of people take the Target uh, trays. Trays. And oh, they, this and one like propped him up. This this woman's husband built them in a foldable like prop up so she could stack. Okay. Who's the husband? I would like I don't to know. hook up. He's That's taken <laughs> um, another one, which is big and which is something I also look for, is I want to see pricing. 
Oh, great. I know you want me to ask you about the pricing. I don't want I to. I just want to know what So what is. do you think on that A-frame chalkboard sign pricing there? Okay. No, I like it there, but I also like a small placard that yeah. just tells me how much a single cookie is, how much this bread is, because that's going to help me decide on the spot. I don't want to waste your time and be like, how much is this? And you're like, mm, too expensive for you, and I got to take it back. Yeah. You know, interesting. You're triggering some thoughts. Yeah. I used to do trade shows, but for like home building. Uh-huh. <laughs> but in the trade show, there was this booth because it's just meandering through. And like, okay, we're talking about building materials yeah. here. Very boring. But I'm like, why does it smell like chocolate chip cookies? They would rent. Like this was a business oh. model somebody had. You rent these things that could bake cookies yes. in the building. Yeah. And their oh, booth smell like cookies. You know, someone actually said they did a vanilla scent around genius. their table. Like genius. the like little, what is it's it? It's like the Hershey kind of thing. Park. And yes. I'm sorry. And I think Disney does it too where they pipe in yes, and the smells the or smells. whatever. That is so inviting. If I'm I thinking, will follow Minos yeah. to a funnel cake baker. Yeah. Give me that <laughs> vanilla scent. Mm. I love it. It's so sweet. And it brings us back to our childhood. Really puts us in the mood to spend a I need a funnel cake. I need Let's a funnel cake. Let's get on that shit. <laughs> okay. Where would you get a funnel cake? I keep thinking King's Dominion. Oh, that would be a... That's a drive. I know. All right. Making sales at a farmer's market. Here's some sales tips. And actually, Stormy Acre Sweets, Stormy Acre Cookies gave this tip when she was giving the Cookie College a rundown of what she said works and doesn't work at a farmer's market because she said they're her bread and butter. She says, don't be on your phone. I say this as Heather's mm-hmm. on her phone. <laughs> um, Another one is serve one customer at a time. Nothing will turn off or create confusion by talking to two customers while you're trying to check one out, while someone's asking checking a question. Checking out all the cute ones. Checking out all the cute vendors. Um, so you want to address one customer at a time. When I go to a farmer's market, I know I'm going to wait in the line. Mm-hmm. So I'm not worried about that. I know my turn's coming. But it would stress me out if someone's like trying to address all of us at once. I'm going to say, to do a farmer's market as a one-man band, it's a little rough. Having a yeah. two-point of sales systems, which I think Square will let you buy like a second one, uh-huh. it'll really help kind of move your line along. Bribe um, your kids to, yeah, I know. to help you. <laughs> Koi would make me go if we did I would. I would. Um, the next is maybe think about giving samples. Yeah, interesting thought. Mm-hmm. Here's my vibe. Okay. Two inch decorated, uh, two inch dips. Like mini. Mini. Yeah. And but if you do different flavors, it. I mean, that would. Th- Here's the one time. time. Here's a, I made cookies for a vendor at a home show recently, a, and they were for their past customers. Mm-hmm. And a random man just put his hand out and hey, took one. Closed mouths and hands don't get that. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. He reached right in between me, grabbed a cookie and ran. <laughs> saw man saw what he wanted. Awesome. You're welcome. You are welcome. So consider getting what do you think samples. About this? What if you had an Eddie printing? Somebody at- did that and they said it was really cool. They didn't sell any of the Eddie prints, but they said a lot of people stopped to Marketing see it. Marketing gimmick for sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to think if that would I mean, seeing the Eddie tee up, of course, now we're talking about you need power supply. I know. Oh, you're right. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of them don't have that. No, unless you have an electric car, you know, that have that little battery plug. Oh, you're home. right. Oh, because I know that Dale City Farmer's Market, you can bring your car up to the... That's nifty. I know. So you, a lot of people were like having their AC blowing from the car into them. Wow. Yeah, it was because it was so hot. Um, let me see what this next one is. Smile and thank a customer for supporting you. Well, that one's an easy one. <laughs> 
no, no, a lot thank of, you. no I will, have you ever seen a vendor just give you the stuff and say not even two words yeah yeah at a farmer's market it yeah. is and you're just like okay i would like to be treated like i hung the moon for buying your one amen. tomato <laughs> amen it says keep track of people who arrive Keep track of people who arrive. <laughs> keep track of when people arrive. This will know how you need to help next. So if you can keep like your peripherals going. What I would do, again, you're going to have to kind of, if you're going to do the scouting, which again, if you can go to the farmer's market before you actually sign up, mm-hmm. I'd see if I could get one of those counting tickers and say <gasps> how so in smart. one hour, what are the average amount of foot traffic you've seen walk? Would you door? say be, that come to your booth. I think that's the only one easy to track. Well, if you had somebody selling a similar product and you could see how many people every kind of creepy, you'd have to kind oh, of do. Yeah. Like a walk <laughs> you around. just have your kid just looking at their booth. If you could park the car close and sit in it and just count, let's say on average, you could do the whole farmers market, which I'm sure the farmers market might know. Um, but what on average, thirty percent of people stop at each booth. So if oh, you could yeah. say, okay, if there's a hundred people, I can expect thirty sales. Yeah. Uh, it'll help you kind of better plan. I know a lot of folks kind of just come in with some product, uh, probably more than less, and see what happens mm-hmm. and then adjust accordingly. And each week get closer and closer mm-hmm. to. Now, questions I see often asked in the Facebook group, what type of products should you bring? Uh, I think singles, doubles, and triples, popcorn pricing, and leaning a little bit into the upcoming holiday if it's close enough. Yeah, and, you know, you can score customs when you're there. If you want to bring a little binder, they can flip through an iPad so they can kind of see what you do. Um, I also think if you could have some competition uh, where you collect their emails and maybe they win a DIY kit, you can grow your email marketing through that. One time I saw something, this really cute idea, partnered with a photo booth vendor and kind of cookie pictures with a princess. No way. It was a pretty cute idea. So it was kind of like selling two things in one. Yeah, there was a... There was something involved where they both made income, but they worked together, and it nice. was a good idea. Another thing as far as what I've noticed at my insane amount of <laughs> farmer's markets is when you – if you are just a single table versus, you know, like three tables, you just have one table worth of products, put it closer to the front of the tent – um, versus you just sitting in the way back of the tent, you know, and I feel awkward walking there if it's just you and your husband and your plate of cookies. Fair. So if you come just halfway through the tent, so I don't feel so like you're in this darkness of this tent back there, it's going to be more inviting for me and I won't feel so awkward. I bet that's different for a bunch of people. I know. Yeah. I know. But you can, again, if you do more than one farmer's market, you can test and then knock it up against your sales. Yeah. A lot of this is going to be time in the saddle to kind of figure out how this works, where it works. I bet they – do they assign you like a booth number? I'm sure you don't get to choose. No. It, every time I've gone, they've always been the same exact spot. And, but it's really – I think Farmer's Market, one of the biggest things with them is consistency, consistently showing yeah. up, consistently having offerings. Uh, and then the Farmer's Market consistently being there really does help. I know. And having your social media up to date, because I'm going to mm-hmm. go to the Farmer's Market. I might notice your name, maybe check you out of there. But if it looks like long lost and forgotten, mm-hmm. I'm going to long lost and forgot you. Would it be an interesting idea to have a Farmer's Market exclusive, either flavor or offering or something like that? that? Oh, like an item? Something like you can like only you get it at yes. the farmer's market. Because the odds are if somebody shows up to buy just that one item, the likelihood of them buying additional items would be Would higher. be a lot higher. Also, would this work? Just throwing that out there. Say you have a Saturday morning farmer's market. Okay. Having your pickups for, like if you did a pre-sale oh, or something, and then they're walking around. 
with all of your and stuff. Go, oh, that'd be a really well, neat. Would it be idea. like? Would they feel like? Oh, I gotta fight the crowds, or like? Oh, I didn't even know this really is depend here. on the farmers market itself. Yeah. I guess you could ask them on your but form. Again, like, are, do you, you going to want to manage customs at the same time while manning a booth? That would be I'm just pretty, saying like picking it up. That would be nice, like a pickup table. Yeah, like a pre-sale pickup table. Oh, you can't have these. They're reserved. Again, a lot of it weather dependent. I'm going to say if it gets too hot, you're going to have a battle there. If it's windy. Oh, yeah. 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 You got to get sandbags to strap down Oh, those just another thing added to our list of things I to know. get. So farmer's markets, the people who do them swear by them. So there is mm-hmm. absolute farmer's market magic there. But I would suggest coming in with a game plan. I know there's a bunch of Facebook lives in the group on people who do farmer's market consistently telling us what to expect, what to bring, what not to bring. Uh, and then really going to talk to the other vendors. Mm-hmm. You could just show up on a Saturday. I mean, hey, what it, back, how long have you been? How long have you been at this market? What makes you keep coming back? Uh-huh. Things like that. What are pros and cons? And then I'd scout out the marketing that the farmers market yeah. is or isn't doing because if they're resting on the laurels yeah. of you guys having to market for them, well, that's, that's a lot. That's that a lot to put on your audience uh-huh. that you cultivated because I think you're actually paying into how the farmers market. Markets but itself. I will say, not many farmers markets market. No, I wonder <laughs> who the are they run by the government? Are they just some of them are? I know the ones around me are, but okay. I don't know if they all are. Interesting. I mean, the ones in Berk, again, just in Fairfax County, it's we got over a million people living here, yeah, so they kind of sell themselves. They're always at the markets on Saturday. It's yeah. all million people. <laughs> they were all there. The parking was outrageous. It's just people blob about. Like they're just like meandering. <laughs> yeah. I agree. You also want to make sure that, you know, the aisles, if you have a bunch of tables, are wide enough for strollers to fit in. I've seen oh, people, yeah. like, have a backup. Like, Last thing you want to be like is, don't text my baby. I'm going to get some <laughs> or tomatoes. Or they knock something down, you know. Oh, yeah, very true. And you don't want to pick up a cookie off the floor and put it back on the table. Yeah. Sorry, those are great. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll say every farmer's market is probably pretty unique depending on the layout. Um, The one in Burke is just a giant, huge square. And the one in Lorden is a hallway set up, like where you're walking through the vendors on either side. I think the one in Lake Ridge looked more like a maze. The Dale City one is a maze. It's like almost like where you park your car is where you can set up. They must have a thing that they could put, but it's just almost like the circle and then things in it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I went to a farmer's market that should have been, Tackett's Mill, should have been well marketed and it wasn't. So there was not a lot of people and there was not a lot of vendors. Was that on a weekend? No, it was oddly. I it's know on they a do weekday. a weird day. Yeah. yeah. So I did not love that one. And because no one was there, it felt like everyone was staring at me, like begging me to come into their Always thing. Always an awkward vibe. Yeah. <laughs> but what else can they yeah, do? Yeah, what else can you do? I mean, but I love a farmer's market. Something I hear people have good success with is handing out business cards or having a QR code displaying. If you're teaching an upcoming cooking class, mm-hmm. I would definitely use this as a place to market. Like, hey, buy these today, but learn how to do them on Saturday. Yeah, I think wear a shirt, crazy cookie lady. Oh, yeah, market Something yourself. funny that's really cute. Really stand out there. And it is tough if you have any form of social anxiety, which even I do, man. Um, it really takes almost putting on your Sasha That's Fierce what Heather said. Like, you have to, like, channel a version of you that you aren't. <laughs> yeah, and just play that role for two, three hours, however long the farmer's market is. It's exhausting when you take that oh hat off. <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm going <laughs> to lock myself in a room. I'm fine. Please you know don't... what I would like to see? If I saw a person wearing an apron, I'd automatically think oh, that'd Baker. That would be cute. That would be cute. Yeah. That's a good idea. I would. It's an interesting concept. Would you do one? I would, my one issue is I don't want to store that stuff 
at my house. You do need space. Yeah. A lot of this. Quarters. And that's why I'm not going to Sam's Club because I don't have space for much. That's a big thing. You can it save. Is. You can save. Like the Corey and I went to this pretended we broke in a Sam's Club and they had the flower, but it was so big. Yeah. It was 25 pounds. Where am I going to put that? It's like having another child. I would have to tuck it into bed with me. You sleeping okay, dear friend? <laughs> I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> so farmer's market's really cool. You're going to start seeing more and more questions and posts about them as the, at least this side of the United mm-hmm. States, enters into spring. They're fun. I know Corey and I will play consumer this spring. Yeah. I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there. A thing that I also see, and I know it's really hard to get out of that, you know, to get out of the mind that everyone, every other baker is your competitor. They can actually really, truly, honestly be an advocate for you. If you aren't selling singles and they are, but you're selling DIY kits and they aren't, Dewey kits, kits and then they aren't, you guys can work together and you guys can build that partnership that way. I know sometimes I see like, oh, they had another baker there. It is quite a psychological challenge uh, challenge to kind of say that person is obviously taking my market share but we can do it together like (laughs) it's hard to manage it but if they're open to conversation and you are you can actually do a two-for-one talk about and it doesn't hurt to go up and introduce yourself would you sell dewey kits at a farmer's market you know i've seen Mm -hmm. tanya with south street cookies yeah she says they're hit or miss for her and she does a ton of farmer's markets Honestly, if you want to follow her on TikTok, you can go through her farmer market journey. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, she shows cases all that's the time. A great idea. Yeah. So I wonder in more rural communities if farmers markets are better or less. Because I think we're all so like metropolitan giants. that people are like, I want homegrown. Yeah, but I wonder there you're going to get a lot more produce. Versus I know. We hardly get anything. Yeah, we have like two so... tomatoes. Yeah, we're fighting over it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm curious. That'd be an interesting test. Um, However, a great, a great avenue for income generation if you wanted to add something more to your um, sales funnel. Yeah. To, to really up your customer base. That's you know, a great one. That's a depending, good one. Depending, again, manufacturing or depending, but a really unique way without having to do storefront leasing, which to me is commitment issues. Yeah. Uh, but a really great way to get your toe in wet. Not water. Yeah. And to see if that is something that you yeah. really enjoy. Uh-huh. That's all I have. <laughs> That's great. That's good. I loved it. Thanks. Okay, let's jump in to running dry on the Facebook lives. I'll have to go out and get some more of those. Oh, we are? We're running yeah. out? If anybody would like to teach a Facebook live, let's say on a farmer's market, Ooh. you are absolutely encouraged to. You may say, Heather, but I'm not an expert. Nobody is. You just have experience that many of us don't have. Yeah. And we would love to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes. If you want to teach a Facebook live, you'll have our indebted gratefulness for all eternity. And you can sign up at sugarcookiemarketing.com forward slash live to submit your details of which I will then post it for you and do some traffic generating marketing. Just a random thing back to the okay, farmer's market. Back. I'm walking right back. I'm in there. What if head. you did the pricing? So let's just say if we had $6 in front of like a single cookie okay. and you wrote it with the chalkboard markers, cross it out. Oh, great. That's genius marketing. That's psychological. Oh, marketing. I would go. I'm like, oh, I'm getting a deal. Yeah. Like you had it for seven, crossed it out to be six and uh-huh. just left the cross and wrote six. Oh, genius. Sign me up. I want the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then popcorn pricing. So make mm-hmm. your – a lot of people wonder what popcorn pricing refers to. When you go to the movie theaters and they have small, medium, large popcorns, the large is like an ungodly 11, but the medium is like 10, and the small is like 9. Yeah, they're so way too like, 
Why wouldn't I give it large? large? It's obviously too big for three humans to eat. But you're thinking, well, for $3 more, $2 more, why wouldn't I? Do you think we've ever not bought in a large? I will take that. That Coke. The large Coke is yeah. it looks like you walked out of a car. Oh, it's ginormous. It's not going to fit in your car. It's not going to fit in my belly. <laughs> you got to put that and hold it while you're yeah, driving. Yeah, but you'll see me. Yeah, spring. And the they'll large. be like, if you get this giant large Diet Coke, you can get free refills. I, I can't even get through the first half yeah, of but it. I want the option. <laughs> I do. So when you go to a farmer's market, you can have your single cookie mm-hmm. overpriced. You'll be like, well, that's unfair. Yeah, but if people want to pay that price, they're allowed to. There's yeah. Being Whenever they do like one bunch of flowers, it's this. But buy two, and you get like this steep. How can you know? I it? always. How can you not? Know I went not two two vases just for the fact that maybe that's gonna happen. <laughs> as the seller, it sounds manipulative. But as a consumer, I want the option. Yeah, I want the mm-hmm. option of and buying five. And I will five. leave super happy because I feel like I got a deal. Yeah, and half of deal getting is the feeling. In fact, most of it is psychological, but that's what we want. That's yeah. what we want. And then want. you're like, oh, I feel bad. No, don't feel bad. I feel good. I feel great. <laughs> I got a ton of flowers. <laughs> I feel bad if you made me buy two at an equal price. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, Even oh, if that man. was more fair pricing, my brain, my lizard brain cannot calculate it, and I want the deal over the fair pricing. Last year, yeah. I was going through this plant, this plant moment, you know, where I was growing a lot of plants. I feel like you're going into it again. I am. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. But this lady came and she yelled out in the middle of the farmer's market, uh, little hanging baskets worth $39, till sold out. I ran over there. I got a $9 hanging basket. Did I want it? No. But when she said it was a deal, one guy was like, that should cost you $50. I said, I got it for nine. Man, just riding high then. I know. If it's someone, probably only if worth If an ten. external source agrees that you got a deal. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be. I, I just I'll be levitating for the rest <laughs> yeah, of the day. Really would. Um, that's a great topic. I think farmers markets are pretty interesting. You can do a lot of psychological tests mm-hmm. on pricing, price comparison, and that's a great thing about it. When you have your setup, you can you can tweak it. You can say, oh, you know, I didn't see a lot of people entering on this side, so I'm going to move this table, bring this product forward. And you can really tweak it throughout the season to get that perfect uh-huh. layout. And then you'll get your secret spice, your secret recipe for that specific yeah. farmer's market for your specific yeah. area. Love it. Love it. Back to Facebook Live. Sorry. <laughs> why did we, why are we not there? Where did we go and why did we head back? You said teach a Facebook Live about farmer's market and it brought me back. Oh. Brought me way back. But yeah, you guys can teach Facebook Lives. I think on average if you, okay, there's 40,000 people in the group, apparently 7 billion pending. Uh, but <laughs> the average number of people who actually tune into these lives is maybe like 50 to 100. It's not as crazy yeah. as you think. So it's not like you have this live, huge audience. And if you do it midday, you're going to have 15 of yeah. us. <laughs> Most people just rewatch them later. So yeah. it's pretty easy going. It's pretty forgiving. If you have any technical issues, listen, you're not alone. Many people do, and we can just work yeah. through And them. you don't have to be a pro at it. You can say things not to do in a cookie class. Like, here's the five things I learned I don't want to repeat in my I next cookie class. I would love to know what not to do. Yeah, I honestly, I would tune you in feel, like, so I don't have to. Yeah. We should do one like that for cookie classes. Oh, you remember the last one we did was two years ago. I'm still sending people to Oh, it. for the Facebook lives? Uh-huh. I think meant the classes. We better start teaching, I guess. <laughs> no, you have to do that next week, so brace yourself. So not this weekend, but next weekend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Boop, boop. Easter. <laughs> I love getting a sale. I hate doing it. Uh-huh. Yeah, really making the money is to turn it's into so the fun, fun part. The services rendered There's is the horrible part. <laughs> okay, let's go to our – well, actually, you want to talk about the cookie cons – 
Oh, yeah. The cookie cons are coming. Corey, the end of this up. week is April. You're right. Saturday. April. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, guess what's happening on April 2nd? What? A member on the cookie college would like to, and I'll make the posts. Uh, she's giving away. She's what? doing it. 10 memberships to the cookie college. Are you Ten. kidding me? She said she's had such <gasps> a great experience and wants to pay back for people who haven't had the experience oh. yet. So she's going to do two prompts. I'll post them because I get more reach because I'm the boss. Because <laughs> I'm an admin. And I can pin myself. But she's going to read through the comments. We're going to leave each thread. So there'll be two threads, one going up at 10, one going up at 2. She nice. wanted everyone to have equal An opportunity. opportunity. And one will be a heartfelt thread. But she also said, because this is how kind this person is, uh, she also said, I want one to be heartfelt, but if people want to keep their lives private, I'm going to do one, like, what's your favorite dessert? Like, oh, tell that's me what that nice. Is. So we'll have a post going up on Sunday at 10, a post wow, going up on 2. that is so generous. Yeah, and then you can get a month membership for free to the Cookie College. Now, what would be the Cookie College if you explain it to new folks? The Cookie College is a repository of 90-plus courses designed to make you more money in your baking business. We have taken them step by step. So if photography is something that you're having a tough time with, you can join me and I will show you exactly how to stage. We'll break it down. Like we're going and finding, you know, what lighting to use. And then we're going through the backdrops and then we're going through how to stage, how to take the photo. And then we step-by-step how to edit the photo. And it's editing in Lightroom, Lightroom Mobile, and just with the app on your phone. So it's really a great way to learn because it's broken down and it's all geared towards bakers. I've got to, I've got to record that um, photo organization class. Uh, one of the Cookie College members is like, hey, thank you so much. I said, don't thank me. Don't thank me until you watch it because you're going to hate it. Uh, but I also have to drop this week the digital downloads, which is including the Cookie College and the next Cookie Class kits, which is cute. The, it is super cute. You sent me over everything. I sent you over everything. Oh, darn. Um, so what it is and what the Cookie Class kits is, you get it in the Cookie College, but you can actually buy a separate membership of just these Cookie Class kits. Somebody had a great question about Cookie sure. Class kits. They said, if I do I have to join every month to get the past months? No. Once you join, if you joined in July, you get all the past past is that six months yeah you'll get six months it'll expire that offer will expire at the end of the year so if as long as you join yeah. before the end of the year you get any content that was produced before you joined plus what's coming and uh, i have to say guys okay. i'm no designer but these they're cute man these are so stinking cute and our goal is to always use four icing colors it's always used one of them has always been white in july though we are going to do four separate colors other than white the first white, not the first white not icing white. Yeah. in every cookie class we've ever taught. Has there always the been burger white. one? No. Oh, you're right. Yeah, the burger one we had. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But we had five colors, but yeah, that white. was insanity. That was a little crazy. Yeah. So it's gonna be a an under the sea theme. So it's gonna be like under animals the of the sea. sea, and I just couldn't get white under the in sea. there. <laughs> like I couldn't think. I mean, a dolphin maybe. Seashell. No, it's like critters, critters. like critters under the sea. Oh, I thought fun colors would be fun for that. It would be fun. I don't yeah. think anybody cares except for me when I'm swinging around my head in about yeah. two months. But Cookie Class Kits, if we totally confused you, is <laughs> done for you cookie classes. So we provide the promo photos, you know, the copy to get, you know, people. The class presentation. So you can have a guide that walks your entire class through the uh, steps to walk out. And then so many people, because in the Cookie College that membership comes with a private Facebook group. We get to actually see what this looks like. Oh, we've seen so many people yeah. teach it. It's it's so funny. Meredith 
friended me on Facebook so I can see her private post. She was tagged and somebody who took her class and said, look what I made. Did no way. I was like, oh, it's so stop. great. And these classes are easy. They're beginner friendly. It's not, you wouldn't have any intermediate things. So this is like flooding, you know, wet on wet. Something that, you know, you could really market to a broad audience. That's our goal. And that's how we teach our own cookie classes here, which we'll be doing next weekend. Oh, <laughs> I'll make them know. <laughs> yeah, so that is going, so back to the original uh, concept. I'm going to make those two posts on Sunday this weekend. If you're listening, that'll be an Easter standard time. The first prompt, you can answer the question. Oh my gosh, use your marketing prowess. And she said she liked sappy, so that's all I can tell you. <laughs> and then the second question, the more broad question, like tell me what I'm your just glad I don't have to choose. Yeah, I don't want to choose. I said she had to. I hate choosing. I said, I'm going to tag you, and then I'm going to close my eyes. Sweat to choose. Corey and I, sweating constantly. We are always sweating. I was thinking of that Lumi deodorant. Oh, yeah. Do you see it advertised? They're running a a marketing campaign. I don't know. know. It's by some lady doctor, and she's like, put it anywhere. It'll make you smell great. Well, it's not like I stink. No, I don't know. Sweating. Yeah, sweating, but it's- I don't want a little wet. Do you get wet in the armpit? Only when like- Do you remember when you used to wear those Oxford shirts? Yeah, that was so gross. In my, I don't know what happened before I had a kid, but during those few years. Before or after a kid? Before. Sweaty? I would get sweaty armpit stains. That's why I only wear black. People are like, you love black? No, I have to. <laughs> Against I'm my will. But then whatever the hormone changed when I had art, now I don't get those unless it's a weird situation. But I feel like I don't get it either and I didn't have art. So maybe it's our age. Oh, that our body's well, just like beast with an maybe it's because we're just not drinking water anymore. Our body's like, like we, we got nothing left. <laughs> we're so tired. We gotta keep push that bad coke. <laughs> okay, and then um, moving forward, it is the national. I had to take a picture. It is a so long, long name. I'm gonna pull it out. I'm gonna pull it out. It's not Wova, even though I love calling it no, that. It's the home-based food entrepreneur virtual national conference 2023, and the keynotes are achieving miraculous margins with the amazing marketing miracles. That's a lot of M's. I know they came up with any <laughs> I really liked it. But what we did in that one, and that is coming up. Uh, our segment will be April 11th, um, and then we'll do a Q and A after that. We're actually taking everyone through the membership that we have. That's called the Baker's Business Basics, which is the basics for business bakers. And it's 12 concepts, marketing basics, that if you got these dialed in, you would be better for it. Now, many of you, especially if you listen to this podcast a lot, you already got it dialed in. However, if you wanted to, uh, re- like, I don't know, yeah. refresh. There's a lot of speakers at this thing. It is a virtual conference. Uh-huh. It, so um, it's, an, over, right here. it's an overview of the Better Business Bureau. It's not Please. a dive into it. <laughs> and then... Better Business Basics Bureau. I do do a screen share. This one, we we got 30 minutes to speak, and I thought it would be a little boring to just see us speaking. It is. And I don't have enough time to do a full screen share, no. so we're doing Corey's decorating videos. We're going to see how it works. If it's horrendous, like that. Yeah. Sorry. We have another option. It will work. <laughs> okay, it good. It is what we're doing. It's good. All right. Move us on to the sponsors. Sponsors. We were just talking about Acor backers in regards to really getting out the gate with yep. good photos. Mm-hmm. I mean, we buy with our eyes. At the end of the day, that is if – would you buy a car if you never knew what it looked like? No. Would I, though? Seem so would hesitant. I, though? I kind of think I would. Uh Okay, disregard of course that buy AE Core backers with the code Sugar Cookie. Sugar Cookie to save 20% off. They are food safe. They are so many color options. Now, I know Polar White and the new one. It is uh, 
white matte finish. I love those and they're great to get started. However, if you already have those, these punchy kind of uh, pat, like these fruity like they have a lot of matte so it's lemon is a bright yellow. Apricot. That's a soft peach. I really like those punchy colors and I think if you can dress it up with a white plate, your bakes that kind of incorporate those colors, I think it's a real showstopper. I know. They're very pretty. So again, because everyone's been telling me recently that I mumble. You do. And to pronounce. And the big thing about it is I don't let my lips touch. Touch. See, that's why you need to come at it with a commercial voice. (laughs) Go click to AE Core Backers and use code SUGARCOOKIE at checkout to save 20%. Next, <laughs> next, <laughs> we're going to go to Royal Batch. Royal Batch, guys, I have I have loved it. Here's my one issue. I was thinking next week, let's yeah. say all the things we don't like about the sponsors. And that's how you The list is so short. I, <laughs> I couldn't even think of the thing. <laughs> the thing about Royal Batch, I love it. And this whole winter has just, it's just been a dream to use. But we live in a swamp area. It is literally... We're houses are built on swamps, so the humidity is getting ready to rise, and I feel it boiling up. Yeah, it's a common. My little armpitties are getting ready. So what I had to do because actually, when you're working with royal icing and it's in a hot room and like there's no air conditioning that gets to this room, it makes yeah the cookie room. I thought you have the AC unit. Yeah, so that's where I'm going. So instead of having it so hot, it actually makes royal icing run. It doesn't crust as fast. You know, there's so many factors that change how royal icing reacts. It's a toddler, man. Yeah. you mix it too much? No. You miss an ingredient? No. It's too hot? No. Yeah. Humid? No. Cold? No. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes to that. So what I did was I've had this HVAC portable unit. And, you know, someone asked, why didn't you just get a window unit? The problem is I don't want to drill into the wall. Uh, I was doing a lot of research on portable HVAC uh-huh. units. The window-mounted ones are more efficient and yeah. work better. However... You are drilling into walls. Yeah. And I during the winter, I don't need it. So right. I just took it out and put it back in storage. But then mm-hmm. now I need it. So this meringue powder is just, it's silky smooth. I love when I make a fresh batch. It is like silk. I'm like like frosting at the mouth to use it. Are you frosting at the mouth? Frosting at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Royal Batch is by a company called Bakety Bake. And you can go to bakeytybakeidaho.com and you can use the code TWINS to save 10%. She has it in one pound bags and five pound bags. The five pound bag, if you decide to use it with the discount, and I think free shipping comes in there for some people. Maybe it's just me. She has me on the list. <laughs> it's actually really affordable. Um, and she's also shipping to Canada now. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of selling in Canada, you can get an Eddie food printer because you can get them not internationally. Yeah. I know. Somebody in Trinidad at Cooper yes. when we spoke, we're like, yeah, I just got my Eddie. That's I mean, crazy. Guy journeyed. So Eddie what is Eddie? is a direct-to-food printer. That sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. It's because it is. It prints directly on food. Now, I know you wanted a tray. Yeah, I do. Was the lady? She lives in Stafford. The Sprinkle Factory. The Sprinkle Factory lady has this tray that is pretty cool. Now, okay, you may think, well, I buy a product. Now i got to buy more products. No. Well, yeah, yeah. Because you can really push Eddie to do some creative things using these third-party yeah, trays. When they first made Eddie, they thought 
circle cookies is what he was going to put Under three and a half inches. Remember? Yeah. It was like, it was really like that. Circle and then three and a half. Cookies are like, stand back. We're going in. <laughs> and now they print very, I mean, some of these people have it dialed in so yeah. tight. You can buy a tray to print on M&Ms. Like, I think yeah. you can do 30 M&Ms at once. caps, right? What is it? Max. Caps. Oh, macaron caps. No, yes. No, no, they're called Max. I didn't know what you were talking a about. A mat cap. <laughs> a nightcap? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so these trays are pretty cool. But if you want to learn more about Eddie, go to the Eddie Printer Users Group. Unfortunately, no discount code for them. Mm-hmm. They know their worth and they are not sharing it. <laughs> but Eddie is not cheap. He's not for the faint of heart, but with the right marketing. And I know we talked about bringing him to a farmer's market. Uh-huh. I couldn't imagine the effect he'd have at a cookie class. I oh, know. Uh, yeah, has loves talking about him in our cookie classes because i just do you want, want to bring him to one two things i love talking about in cookie class eddie the printer and you love talking about cookie con yeah it's just because i just see them because they're like oh this is such a fun hobby hobby this is people's livelihood you and also love talking about 3d printers because that i just see people are like they okay last time we heard about 3d printers they were like 50 billion dollars and now you can get an Ender 3 Pro with a lot of cursing for 100 bucks. Wow. And I think that they kind of light up. And I think what I see is like we have a predominantly female-based attendees. Uh-huh. But when I say, hey, your husband, because most men yeah. are kind of into the 3D printing, your husband can get in on this and can be like a team project or your kids. Uh, I see. Or a, your a, twin. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> but along with the teachers, they're like, oh, we have a 3D printer yeah. at the school. Uh-huh. And then it kind of opens up some possibilities. And you, also you people who are looking for 3D printers, sometimes libraries will have them. So if you're in a yeah. pinch, that might be a good idea. Corey said I could get a Prusa Mini. Happy birthday. So buy Ender people in your <laughs> non-self-leveling. I'm, I'm actually, that's like a, more of a selfish ass gift. Yeah, I think. Okay, so the Ender 3 Pro, 100 bucks. I think we got it on Prime yeah. Day. Great starter. However, because the to get it started, you there's such a learning curve. You're like definitely gonna guaranteed print spaghetti the first time. Oh, you and did. the second and the fifth, and you won't know why <laughs> you skipped a third or fourth. Uh, but I mean, for a hundred dollars, it's a great product. The Prusa I think is around four hundred, which is a little bit. It's harder to buy now. But I hear it is more user I think friendly. Sam's Cookie University now she won't even t- recommend the Ender. Oh, she'll just say get something that's self leveling. And I think. The so that's not ones? the one you have is not self-leveling. You're it's leveling. Heather, yeah, I have to do it. No wonder I'm getting. And also ones. to learn how to even self-level it, I had to watch a YouTube video where the guy created the file oh. that you have to download. Like it's nothing intuitive. That is beyond me, man. But you got, you got your cutter. You I have did. Some wall. Oh, I did. I just needed to make twelve, man. <laughs> twelve. Twelve. Good luck, guys. Watch it. Uh, back to Eddie. You know what? We skipped the cookie cons since we brought it up. Let's circle back. Heather okay. Campbell Brookshire is actually sponsoring both of these cookie con happy hours. Now, we'll be doing them the day before cookie con starts, which is surprisingly at the f- – oh, my goodness, in a month. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, May 1st. Wow. Well, darn. April. Yeah, yeah, we're almost in April, man. man the year the, is flying. What year, man? It's already 2024 Twenty twenty-seven. Heck, Corey and I are in our 40s. Heather has her first child. (laughs) It's screaming. (laughs) Uh, Its name is Eddie. But uh, so back to Cookie Con. It'll be, I cannot believe it'll be in a month. Yeah. Uh, But it is in Sandusky, Ohio. Sandusky. Corey and I will get there on the first and we'll have a little happy hour at whatever restaurant we can find. We'll have it at Cookie Con, Ohio. I saved that clip from last (laughs) week. I'm going to play it in three, two, one. Cookie Con. 
lucky kind of like you. Okay. So that was jazzy. 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 And then at the end of August... Not at, not like it was the last day. I think it's actually the week before August ends. Okay. There will actually be CookieCon Florida where Heather Campbell Berkshire will grace us with her presence at Is the Happy August Hour. Is August ends a song or a band? September ends. Oh, September. <laughs> Is July ends a song? <laughs> Wake me up when you end. <laughs> it needs a two-syllable. Um, so that'll be a blast. So we have our sponsors, Acorn. Thank you so much. I'm sh- I think there'll be a vendor at both. Definitely She's, Florida. She said there'll be a vendor at both, and she is going to miss the happy hour at one. Fair. Can't fair. remember which one. But Ohio, she did Ohio, Florida. She Florida. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have Eddie, who will be demonstrating at both. Uh, yeah. So definitely go check that out. If, you, if you've heard him on the podcast and you want to see it in action, they're it's actually so having neat. actual people who yeah, own them. Yeah, people who are like connoisseurs. Yeah, already. I think they're like giving him a cartridge or yeah, something. Yeah, something neat. I mean, I should do and that. And then Bakety Bake, I'm not sure if she's involved in CookieCon, but when we did CookieCon, we got a free packet. Yeah, she did the, was a sponsor in yeah, the, the magazine thing. Like, yeah, when you go to CookieCons, if you buy the full ticket, you get this bag full of so much yeah. more stuff than you expected. It's almost like you could test out all your favorite vendors uh-huh. in this bag. Like Chua Mats gave Didn't a tiny Chua Mats. Give oh, Gay gave tons of boxes. of boxes. Yeah, you could see all these types of it boxes. It was so much more than I thought. Yeah, it was insane. I loved going through it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so that'll be surprising. The scene going to get a rental car. When September <laughs> But May 1st. <laughs> okay, where does that take us to our twin trust? You want to tell them what you found at Sam's Club? Sam's Club. If you have a Sam's Club Isn't members, it an extension Walmart? Yes. Okay. But... You can't find this at Walmart. I even searched online. I was so desperate for them. But members mark. Yes. Not makers. It's not makers. Members. <laughs> members mark, which is the Sam's Club brand, has these chocolate-covered cashews. And guys. They're double-dipped. Double-dipped caramel, caramel milk chocolate. Yeah. I. It is just, it's a little salt. It's sweet. The The chocolate is ungodly. a good chocolate. It's It's soft. It's soft. The I usually get I usually get them at Target and Target, you know, it feels like it's got a waxy thing on top of mm-hmm. it, like the chocolate does. It's not delicious. It's more like just just eating it because it's there. But these member mark ones are so tasty. I'm not even like a huge chocolate person, and these are not what you're thinking. They're, They're yeah. amazing. Uh, right. I don't know. It's got like me in a chokehold. Yeah, I went really and bought does. like six bags, and it the for some guy, reason at Sam's out. Club they don't have little hand carriers. You have to find a big giant cart or yeah. hold them in your hands. Because everything is big and giant. <laughs> yeah, they didn't expect anyone to grab one thing. And so leave. I'm like, and he was like, "Are these good?" I was like, "Yeah, five bags were." <laughs> truly looked like an addicted hoarder. I did. I did, and and that was wild. But they are amazing. Can I say another twin truth? Please, you guys. What? When I walked in here today. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I knew Corey put on. Did some you didn't really know do. what I, I did? I said your eye makeup looks different. What did you do? You said your eye makeup look, looks better than normal. Yeah. Okay. Great. Not different. You gave me a, a, a compliment. compliment. <laughs> so, and and you don't spend it all on what place, guys? I found this magnetic eyeliner, which I know a lot of us have seen the ad. Yeah. No one wants to test an ad. You don't know, guys. I've tested it. We so, got it at Target. I got it at Target. So it came with these lashes. I didn't want a full – is it full set? Yeah, I think I wanted so. half a set. So it starts middle of the eye and goes to the so end. So you didn't cut these? 
No, they just came like this. But she did. She read the instructions. Three coats of the eyeliner that is magnetic. Yeah, but so you do one coat, let it dry. How second coat, let it dry. How is the consistency of the eyeliner? Is it's it so thick. My one thick? issue is that it's like almost like a nail painted brush. Oh, it need to be thinner. It needs to be thinner. But if you like kind of take the excess off, it makes it kind of squished. So you could do the side of it. Guys, I've never done false it eyelashes. Good. It looks good. It's I noticed something. A, yeah. Good. It's just fuller. I think the two part, the thicker eyeliner the thicker and eyeliner. the eyelash at the end was what I noticed. I will say, if the wind looks at me the wrong way, these puppies are gone. You think? Are I you don't know. No, because I won't be able to put it back uh, on. It doesn't. You can't put it back on. You can because it's magnetic. So why are you saying you can't? Because I know my fate will be like, and I don't want to like hold these in my hand in the car. <laughs> I tried to do a winged eyeliner. That is impossible. You are, I know you guys are making fun of me behind my back. You do, a, you do a good no, one. No. You know what I did to kind Aren't of get Aren't you this having it right now? Yeah, I got brown one more Oh, forgiving. that's smart. Uh, and then I took, take a Q-tip, <gasps> rip off his head. Okay. Leave a little bit of his fluff. Okay. Get some moisturizer. Okay. Dip his the little decapitated Q-tip head in it. Okay. And then go pull, swipe, and just drag it, and it will just clean out clean the bottom. The up. Yeah, I tried to do like a cat cat yeah, eye. Yeah, man, I'm my life. It was like this. Uh-huh. Oh, and it got chubbier and chubbier as I oh, tried to fix it. I tried to get it to a point. Mm. The, the point gets farther <laughs> when, and farther away. When I looked at one eye and then looked at the other, they were fine. But together. Mike Skyring said, I can't believe I sat through you guys talk about skincare for 15 million minutes. <laughs> Mike, if you're going to try the eyeliner. I got some falsies for <laughs> What is the brand called? Do you remember? No, because I didn't think it was going to work out, but I saved the box. So I will go look uh, if anyone wants to know. Uh, and then I did some eyeshadow. Does it look good? Who? Yeah, it does. It's the Naked Palette. Oh, no, the Fenty Palette. I was like, Naked Palette from when we were like <laughs> I, I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw people on TikTok were like bearing it. So I'm like, we are now in our 30s. You can let the Mine Naked Palette really go. I don't do good with eye makeup, but it's something it I want to champ. be good. I don't care. Here's my thought on eyeshadow. Yeah. It comes down to the brush application. application. So how old, what brush are you using? How I old got, is it? Have you cleaned it? No, I got brand new ones. From where? I got them, I Morphe? think, from Ulta. Okay. I don't know the brand. Okay. But I got ones that say are what you you're like supposed to do. Yeah. I've always wanted to do eyeshadow stuff. Oh, didn't Nate say Yeah, remember he's like, you look like you got punched. And I said, I was trying to do a smoky eye. And now he says, are you trying to do a smoky eye? Smoky <laughs> <laughs> eye? Okay. So I got, and every brush says what you're supposed to do, like crease. Inner inner corner, no, that's what outer I corner. I just need the brush to apply it itself, where I can just yeah. And it. when I learned an eyeshadow base, yeah, helpful. You don't use it? No, I did today. Have you not before? It really mm. makes a huge difference. There, use what I thought somebody said. And makeup artist, you can rip us apart here. <laughs> uh, you put the primer, eyeshadow primer, yeah. But then put a light dusting of your overall like loose powder, yeah, just to kind of fill in the gaps and allow the. I shattered to spread a little easier. Here's the weird thing. We have such hooded eyes. Are we not creasing a little bit? Uh, you, the they said if you have our hooded eyes, put the, bring that darker color just into that. Does it look like I did it okay? Honestly, I can't see your eyelids at all. Okay, hold it's on. all in your. No, I'm sorry. It's all in your eye. Oh my goodness! Pull I'm your so hooded. Close your eyes. I can see where you did it. Yeah, but when you open your eyes, I can eye, see where you tried. <laughs> when you open your eye, it, I know. It just goes into I need to get that. What is that? Blepharoplasty. Yeah, whatever that is. Thousand towelers. <laughs> oh, and nobody will know us, but no you. one will know. And me, because I have What's your twin dress? I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. 
you, you liked my what? I was on, I was influenced. Thoughts on this is $20, but it was a steam cleaner from um, Bissell. Okay. Is it a carbon cleaner? No. It is a hard surface steam cleaner, $20. So obviously I sprung for the cheapest model. Okay. My thought was this. On TikTok, somebody was blasting out the crevices of like a sink, a, you know, a, yes. a bathroom sink. And I thought that was going to be my results. What I found is that I used the yesterday. It's quite loud. Um, I was like, for you being so little, ye is mighty. <laughs> it did blast heat and it produced so much steam. Okay. But it does require some manual friction. So, like, you have to have kind oh, of a. I'm sure it would be great for grout. And it had a grout attachment. So that's good, but you are going to be putting in manual muscle oh. effort to make it work. So, I, you know, like in an intricate faucet, okay. it has crevasses. Yeah. And uh, mineral water kind of dries in yes. it. Yes. So. It's white and hard to break yeah. apart. This calcified. really loose calcified. Yeah, it's really loosened it up and it allowed me to take a toothpick to it. But it wasn't like just you're, doing you're it without taking toothpicks to stuff. Sometimes I get am like, I not in a headspace. I think you are toothpicks. Though? You don't invite me over. You don't invite anybody. I don't invite over. anybody over. I'm enjoying my plants by myself. <laughs> Why have one family? Mom? I just come want over. to. You guys are crazy. We're not. You're gonna talk about my weird ways. No. Yeah. You are talking about my eyeliner. That's issues. why you don't invite me over. <laughs> <laughs> but do I would I recommend that Bissell? I'm gonna use it to clean interior surfaces. However, I wish it would have done the cleaning on its own. And I don't I think that was my own poor I expectation. I think that's hard to put that amount of work yeah. on. Yeah. However, an do I think it broke up dirt and grime? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So for that, I'm in. <laughs> Because I have been binging Shark Tank. Corey has been, what, like what? What are you inventing? You're trying to invent something? I, I am trying to in my brain, but you have to have sales. You if you come in there with right no now, sales, what would it be? that thing we did when we were younger, we said if you put a vibrating thing on an umbrella to shake off the excess you know, rain. I, you know, I went to Strayer um, and I made it because we had to make it. And then what? I got an did egg, they say it was cool? No. Isn't up. it genius? Instead of flapping your umbrella... You know, and getting everyone wet, getting micro your shoes vibrations wet. To, I know this exists now, but micro vibrations to get the water to kind of get off. So you're not grabbing a wet yeah. and taking it in the house yes. or back into your car. Right. Just Could have been inventors. You remember when we were growing up and there was like, do you have an invention? And it was like a caveman and, and he was a cartoon and he was <laughs> oh, making yeah. a wheel. And I it was love like, those old <laughs> kind of commercials. Yeah. Do we have anything that. else interesting? Mm. Waste Mike Skyring sign? Anything else interesting? What have I done in my life? What have I done? Got rid of my couch last week. That made me Rain. sweat. That needed to happen. That I sweated a lot. And I didn't do the work. I hired somebody. Okay, I moved it in for you guys. We did. Uh, that was outrageous. It was, I have never had allergies like that in my life. <laughs> we got dogs and cats. The problem with that couch is it's 14 years old. That would be the, the thing problem. has lived its life. It has lived a pet life. I had it before I had my son. Wow. That's how long it is. Yeah. Yeah, I remember sitting on it before I was oh, wow. pregnant. But then. Don't you feel like a weight someone. has been lifted? You know, because I got it with my ex-husband, it is a close chapter. <laughs> <laughs> that chapter is and close. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we got that taken away. And Nate was like, do you want to put something down in the basement now? I said, you know what? I just want open space. Nice. One I do less like thing to spaces. clean. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So I've been the, trying to. The pets have loved it. Running around. What are they doing? Running around in a circle. Sometimes you just need to run around in a circle. <laughs> I think that takes us to the end of the podcast. No voicemails? 
I did not open them. You we have been talking been literally all day. Really, really have. I and we started, talked Corey lunch. got here early. Why? I said 11 shoes up at 1030. I don't Listen, know. I'm wearing uncomfortable clothes. I, it is now. How long have we been talking? I have falsies on. It is five. I have, I'm going to, my voice, my voice. I'm sure Nate won't mind you being quiet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, kids, we'll see you next week. Bye. We'll see you in September end. <laughs>